Hey Tiff, we should talk about a surprising game full of strategy. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. So this is a game that you have wanted to... I think since the beginning you have been badgering me to, to pick this game. Right, you've really wanted to do this one. Not since the beginning, since the summer. I got into it this summer. Since the summer, yeah. okay. So why why is this game... Why have you wanted to talk about this game so much? Like, what about it excites you? I wanted to talk about this game because I thought I would hate this game. And I'm always really excited about a game that I initially think... I'm not going to like this at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I dismiss it and I don't want to give it the time of day. But then when I finally get into playing it, I actually really deeply enjoy it. So that's Mm -hmm. why I've kind of been really psyched about talking about this because it surprised me and it was really unexpected how fun it was. You're definitely not alone. I I remember when this game was shown off uh, kind of, I think it was E3 2017 or something. Like, it was very early on, right? Like, it was... The Switch had been out for a few months, and they're like, this game's coming later on in the year or whatever. And everyone was like, what is this? Like, one, <laughs> rabbits and Mario? What is going on? Right? Like, that's point one. <laughs> well, the rabbits are insane. Like, yeah. I don't know. I never bonded with them as a character in any other game. No, I, mean, I have... I actually don't like... Like, in general, like, I think that the humor that typically surrounds these characters in the in the Rayman games is not... I've not liked it. Neither have I. Yeah. But then it was just like... So, first off, Nintendo is allowing Ubisoft to make a Mario game, which is bonkers, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then it is a turn-based strategy game? Like, what is going on? <laughs> it's so strange. And I looked into this a little bit about where it came from. So... This game was developed by Ubisoft in Paris and Milan in their studios. Um, it was first conceived in 2014 by the game's kind of di- uh, creative director, David Soliani. Mm-hmm. Um, and he presented the prototype to uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, like the creator of Mario and Nintendo. And Nintendo liked it enough, like the idea that they were like, yeah, let's do it. So. You know, it, and and it bears out because this is a great game. So, and the idea around around it, once you understand, it's really great. So you can kind of see where it came from. But it's kind of funny that like, so Soliani is a, is a lifelong Nintendo fan, and he basically on his own, without asking anybody, was like. <laughs> I want to make a Mario game. <laughs> so he just <laughs> kind of did it. And there is an amazing video that I'm going to put in the show notes of when the game was announced at E3. And Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto, comes on stage and he's wearing one of the guns on his hand that Mario has, right? So they kind of mocked one up for him. And he comes out to kind of like announce the game and they cut to Soliano in the crowd and he's crying his eyes out. It's so good. <laughs> uh, because it meant so much to him. Shigeru's like his hero, his role model. Uh-huh. And the guy is coming on stage, and then like Shigeru mentions Soliani uh, during his like part of the presentation, and he just loses it. The video as well that I have in the show notes it also includes uh, Soliani talking about this moment as well. So it's just like a really good feel good thing. Um, but yeah, this game was a big surprise for many good reasons, but was a hit. Like this game was received incredibly well. Um, it sold pretty well, and it sold well enough that Ubisoft were able to make a DLC for the game, and there's probably going to be another entry in this uh, series, which I think is really exciting. 
I I love that you've kind of become the game historian for our show. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I don't have to do all of this research uh-huh. and you just like that you I I I hear the joy in your voice when you talk about this history of all of these games throughout all of these shows yep. that we've done. The good, well, the good so, part is it's all hired. recent history. So that's really good for me because we're doing so many Switch games, right? And I yeah. have been so in love with the Switch since its inception mm-hmm. that it's been easy for me to... Like, I remember seeing Soliano crying because I watched the presentation, right? So like then I could just call it back to it and just go on Wikipedia for five minutes and I get everything that I need. So I, I will accept the role as a <laughs> gaming hist- recent gaming historian. <laughs> so so I, I, I checked this game out when it came out and was immediately surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I've never really... I can't recall any turn-based strategy game that I've ever played. I mean, I've played many RPGs that have uh-huh. turn-based combat but never like a, you have a map, you have to make your moves and then your attacks, right? So like, that's like a whole big thing. Have you played games like this before? Yeah. I mean, like they're not very popular on consoles, right? Like you don't see a lot of turn-based strategy games on consoles. Well, they are very cursor-based, right? Yeah. Which I think yeah. can, can be difficult for consoles. Yeah, you see them a lot on um, in computer games and in iOS games and things like that. So I played my two main turn-based strategy games were Worms, which oh, I played yeah. okay. tons of, tons of. Didn't Worms. think of Worms in this way, but yeah. And the best game that was never played, Moonbase Commander, which is just such a good game. It is. Um, I, have you ever played Moonbase Commander? No, I've never even heard of it. I don't think. Oh my goodness. We just, we need to get together with Marco because he would just cry if we didn't involve him in playing <laughs> Moonbase Commander. <laughs> like It's one of those games that you would go to okay. like GameStop and it would be at the bottom of the discount bin. And it, but it was a really good game, but nobody played it. That is another wonderful, wonderful turn-based strategy game that I played. And so I, I enjoy them. I enjoy this type of game, but you just don't see it a lot. You can still get it on Steam. Yeah, we discovered that recently that you can play it on Steam because I think we talked about it in one of our top fours. Uh, (laughs) We got to fire up Moonbase Commander at one point together just for fun. Uh, So, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the turn-based strategy games. I like the way it makes me feel when I make like an awesome move or an awesome combination of moves and you like best the other player, whether it's AI or another person there. It's a very satisfying game to me. It's almost like playing chess, right? Like Mm -hmm. you find the joy and the excitement in the, the way that you can work out the strategy. Yeah. And you're like trying to play two moves ahead or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. get like those like I'm a smarty pants endorphins <laughs> by by being clever and I I enjoy that. So you don't you don't really play turn-based strategy games. It's not that I don't I just haven't. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't I I don't really have a, a a problem with them or anything. I have never avoided them. It's just considering I never really played PC games. I always, I've always been on consoles. That this typically isn't there. There are options, but I don't think that there's been enough that I've really gone for. And I would never have played this game if it didn't have Mario in it, right? 
So like Mario mm. drew me to this. Like if this was Rayman on Rabbids Kingdom Rush, I would not have played it. Right? <laughs> no, so it's like, me get either, out of here. Unless you know, gross me out. Honestly, like yeah, the rabbits. They are. This it's a lot of toilet humor with them, right? Like, but yeah, yep. It is pre- It is more reserved in this game. I think it's very than, Captain Underpants. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Um, but I feel like that maybe with Nintendo's influence, they maybe dialed it back a little bit for this game than mm-hmm. what I've seen in some of the Rayman titles and stuff. Yeah. But kind of just from like a gameplay perspective, I enjoy the slow pace. Like, yes, it is slow. It is methodical. You have to sit and like plan stuff out. You know, like they have like the battle camera, right? Where you can just look at the whole playing field and try and work out what you're going to do. Like, I really like the kind of slow planning that you have available to you if you want to play that way. Yeah, that's something that the bad turn-based strategy games, I don't like when they have a countdown for moves oh, because it, yeah. it gives me that anxiety of, you know, uh, oh no, I have to make a rash decision. Although I understand why it's there. If you're playing against somebody, like a co-op, I get a time limit. But if you're playing yes. against a computer, who cares how long you take? Yeah, exactly. If it's AI, who cares? And if it's a person, I understand the time limit because you don't want to be like the one person that's taking forever to play their Scrabble word. It's just like, yep. you know, you got to you got to move things along. Otherwise, the entire game just dies in like all the joy is sucked out of it because you're just taking all the time for yourself. But with a game like this, where you're just playing against some AI, like I love that there's no pressure. You can, mm-hmm. you can think about it. You can set it down. You can go, you know, use the restroom if you need to like, while you're playing, and you don't feel like you're missing anything. I I love that. It's just it's a nice, wonderful, low stress game. But yet you can sit there and actually think about your strategy because as the levels amp up, you really do need to think about it and sometimes your game is made or it's broken based on like one little decision that you make like if you didn't power up or if you didn't um do this sequence of events like that's it the game's over you know and you have to start again yeah it's funny to me how you know i can play a level and and lose right like everyone gets knocked out and then i redo Mm -hmm. it and clear the battlefield losing like 20 percent total health like it's like what did i do (laughs) right like (laughs) just the difference in the beginning moves that you make like where you're placing people how Mm -hmm. quick you are to defeating the first enemy right so you're kind of like evening the playing field out those small decisions can make a massive kind of domino effect that will ripple through the rest of the level that you're playing and I love how they let you go back to their, the battle headquarters to reestablish your characters or pick different people with different abilities in order to fight a certain battle. So like you could try a battle, fail, and then kind of go back and reconfigure your strategy to make it work a lot better. Because and, and I love that they make that nice and easy for you. They don't make it a big deal like you've, oh no, you made one bad decision like four steps ago when you had this team that you made and now you're stuck with it. And it's then it then it just makes this frustrating stew of like just poor decisions that get kind of piled on top of each other. And then you're like, now I can never, I just feel frustrated and I, I can never move on. I played tons of games like that. But this one, it lets you restack the deck. And mm-hmm. I I really enjoy that because it keeps it fun and it keeps it light. It's That's the same with the the extra health that they provide you, uh, which I want to talk to you about. Uh, so do you play with extra health? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, that's good. <laughs> but I know that <laughs> there's good. some levels that I probably would want to. So I should say, like, I played this game up to, like, World 
four and then just started playing other stuff and never went back to it, but always thought I would go back to it. When I came back for this, uh, to play it for the show, I went back to the beginning um, and I got like, I'm very basically nearly at where I played to last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I did that is because I could have jumped in and, and tried to get to the end, but I really wanted a refresher on the game um, because I figured as well that if I jumped into my old game after many months, I wouldn't have a good enough handle over the abilities of my characters. Like I kind of would have forgotten how everything worked. So I went back right. to the beginning again and played through a bunch. But I'm getting to the part now where I started to struggle last time. So I think for me, if I want to put this game to completion, which I do... Uh, I would probably use extra health on some levels. I am at the final boss. Oh, wow. But I cannot defeat him. So I have gone back to uh, the Princess Peach's kingdom, Mushroom Kingdom, and I'm playing now all of the bonus levels that you can play. So you can go back and there's all these um, extra bonus games, uh, Mm -hmm. challenges. That's what they're called. And you can do all these challenges and they give you the ability balls <laughs> I don't know what those yeah, are called yeah like the yeah it's like little spheres that you get which you could they're like tokens that you can use in exchange for adding power to your character basically like mm-hmm. and then and also up. you also gain coins and that also helps you buy better weapons so I'm kind of stockpiling right you're at the grinding moment. right now basically to yeah. try and beat the final boss that makes sense yeah so I'm, I'm stockpiling in order to, to go against this giant boss because Oh, it's it is tricky. I can get like halfway through. I'm so underpowered, and I I, I'm I was perfectly powered to get all the way up to it, but I am really struggling to get anywhere near through it because it's brutal. It gives you absolutely there's no relief at all. So, Mm -hmm. and I kind of like that because you spend a lot of this game having kind of these nice little soft cushy things to make each battle a little bit easier or at least make it so you can fix it if you did something wrong at this final battle you cannot fix it like (laughs) there's nothing you can do to fix it besides going back and stockpiling all your stuff because it's just it's it's brutal i wish you were there so you could see that's brutal no it's epic but brutal so the extra health uh i want to say it's it's a lot like the mario odyssey easy assist mode which evens out skill levels so my son who's six he can play mario rabbits much further than he probably would have been able to play like he could have played the first few levels but then it gets more difficult it amps up in difficulty and i think that that would have made it really frustrating but because you can very quickly just kind of press y and give yourself extra health on all your characters he's been able to play it a lot longer and I've been seeing this kind of trend in a lot of these Mario games and especially games on the Switch because it's yeah. trying to encourage younger players without it being be like... I would be surprised if this is a thing that Nintendo are kind of enforcing. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it because it's like you don't have to hand the controller to a parent and be like, okay, go through 12 menu systems in order to like put on this special thing so I can play or even having nothing at all, right? And it's just super easy. He just presses Y, he gets a little extra health and he can keep going. And it's it's just been a joy for us in our household to play like that in a lot of these games. And there is also the additional help for busy adults. Like if you enjoy mm-hmm. playing video games, but you have an adult life to lead sometimes it's helpful to get a bit of a leg up right just to stop you from having to face the same level 25 times 
you can actually just go through it because yeah we we spoke about this a bunch but i think a lot of the like really tough games they're more fun when you don't have a job because you have more time when you're a younger person so you can put the time in because what else are you going to do and plus you probably don't have the disposable income to buy every new game that comes out so you've got to make the games that you have last longer so those difficulty levels can be good for that but when you're not in that situation being able to have the game help you or even on an ad hoc basis to move forward is really beneficial Oh yeah, it keeps it keeps it light and it keeps it joyful. And speaking of time, it also they have that fast forward feature, which I really enjoy, where you can fast forward the moves of the AI when it's yes. taking its turn, so you don't have to sit through it all. If they didn't have this, I wouldn't play this game. Right? Like I would have quit. Yeah, it, it gets very long, mm-hmm. and there are sometimes that you can, if you're not paying attention, a lot of times I'll sit and I'll be on my phone and I'll browse Instagram while the AI is moving, especially yep. if it's a really big level. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, and I sit and I I do that with um. Sometimes Adam's with me and he's watching and he's like, mama, you missed that guy turning on his, um, his sight so he can see you when you move. He's like, you weren't looking. So you didn't see it happen. Oh, and now and then they maybe got you, you wouldn't have moved, right? Like you yeah. see there, there's a strategy to watching the game, but I'm, I'm as bad as you. This is like <laughs> in an inverse, like this is a game that I have found I can play while we're doing other things. Like if we're just watching like, some junkie TV show or whatever that doesn't mm-hmm. really need my attention. I've been playing this game because I can like <laughs> look up and watch and then go back to the game again, right? Like because I so said there's no time limits. Like it's I could be halfway through my own turn and I just go back to it. I will say when I play it that way, I am not successful, right? Because I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. able to focus on my strategy the same. But it is a good game for that because you, you don't have to pause it. It's great for that. That's just like when we rewatch TV shows, we like put on, we call it garbage TV and yeah. we just, it's stuff that you can do like while you iPhone. It's like, ah, we can just put it on. We can iPhone at the same. Do you want to iPhone and TV? Yeah, sure. Okay. And that's what this kind of game is. It's like, it's the iPhone TV game. Like yep. It's a great multitasking game that has low commitment. So one of the things that I find interesting about this game, and it was surprising when I first saw it, is that like, it was described as like, having some platformer elements and it just seemed to be like why why would you do this so like in between the levels you drive the characters around effectively in a chain they like you you are your your cursor is represented by this robot called Beepo um and you kind of move that all right we'll, we'll get we'll get to Beepo <laughs> in a little bit uh we you move the kind of characters and they follow in like a conga line and there are you can collect coins this way. <laughs> That's how I think of it. Like doing a conga. And... No, I'm never going to hear that music when I watch the walking here. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and uh, you can move around. You can collect up like the eight red coins, which are f- focused in a lot of Mario games. But there's also puzzles that you can do. I particularly enjoy the uh, brain teaser kind of tile sliding puzzles that exist in places Mm -hmm. where you like push these blocks around. If you know what I'm talking about, you understand that. If you don't, I'm sorry, I can't explain it any differently. But there are like, there are these kind of brain teaser puzzles that you go through at times where you have to like work out something like a path through something. And they're an interesting break in between the regular fights, um, Mm -hmm. which 
at first I thought I wouldn't enjoy because it's not what I'm playing the game for. I'm, I'm playing it for the turn-based strategy stuff. But it does allow for some kind of respite in between some of the more difficult matches. Oh, completely agree. I wrote that down. One of, that's one of the first things I wrote down in my notes was that it, it gives you this... Um, it, it changes what you're thinking about in a really fun way that I think it keeps the battles even more active in your brain because it is, it's like tricking you into still solving puzzles, but it's like you're using a different part of your thinking while you're playing this game. And it's a nice break without being boring. Right. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I also like how the difficulty does ramp up, Mm -hmm. but it's slowly and they do it in different ways. Like, the enemies get more powerful. I mean, and that's, like, fine. Like, every game does this. But they introduce more complex enemies. So, like, where I am right now, uh, the ghosts, or I'm, like, dealing with the ghost uh, rabbits, right? And they're tricky in a bunch of ways because they're powerful, but they can also move around really easily and in ways that the future sight, like when you when you are able to kind of fire at someone in between, on their own turn, which is an ability that some characters have, you can't really do that to them because they kind of apparate and disapparate, and mm-hmm. they have this move where they can like pull you closer to them. Like they're they're really they have like a lot of different things that you have to try and plan for, and I like that. Like I like that there's a there is a vast array of enemies that have completely different types of moves available to them and I, I like the the kind of the variance that they're able to provide there because it it means you can't keep the same strategy as well which mm-hmm. i like yeah they did a really good job imagining up all the different things that some of the enemies can do and it, it really does keep it interesting um, my my son uh old adam he drew all these pictures of all the enemies with like their numbers over their heads he just he absolutely oh, awesome. loves them they, they're pretty good i love how he much has, he loves video games oh he just he gets it so into his brain and then he just he draws all these pictures but then so yeah. when when Pokemon first came out, and hopefully <laughs> we'll have something more to say about Pokemon soon, because Dude. like this month is Pokemon Let's Go. Very excited! It's first ever Switch game, so very excited. But I uh, in the in the run up to the game, like you know, I knew it was coming out, and I bought all these magazines and stuff. I don't know. I was like ten, right, nine mm-hmm. or ten at this point, and I drew all 150 pokemon oh. like just drew them all multiple times like i was and continue to be absolutely obsessed with this game series so like i totally get it like i was that kid and i think that that's really fun is that they they've created these characters that it doesn't feel like the same rabbits i mean i always i keep calling them bunnies i can't help myself but they just feel so much more dynamic and interesting and a little bit more aggressive in that I like that. Like, it's more, it's a battle. It's not as goofy. Yeah, they are very different to the typical Mario villain because mm-hmm. it, it feels like even, you know, like, if you're fighting, like, the Goombas or the Koopas, they're kind of just, like, walking around, right? Like, it's yes. like, whatever. They're just there. They're trying to get in your way. But the rabbits are actively trying to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a much more aggressive system than typical Mario games. 
and I kind of like it. Like it, it makes it makes me feel more compelled to battle them. Um, I, I don't, I wouldn't feel compelled to battle something that's goofy and stupid. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like I don't want to hurt something that's dumb. <laughs> like, I don't think this game would work if they tried to do it with just the roster of characters that are in typical Mario games. Because for anyone that's played Mario enough, like you just wouldn't be able to believe that the Goombas could be that strategic. Mm-hmm. So like, I think exactly. they did a good job of it. Talking about the characters, actually, what do you think about like the kind of mimicked characters that they have? Uh, so like each of this kind of staple <laughs> characters in Mario, so like Mario and Luigi and Peach, they have these kind of mirror images of them, which are the rabbits. Mm-hmm. And this is like the whole story of the game, which is kind of a little bit confusing to even attempt to uh, to go into. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, we just we need to talk about how ridiculous the story is, but should we kind do that of, after we open yeah. up the loot box? Yeah, yeah. But like my, kind of my last <laughs> thing about the characters, I'll ask you is like, what, what do you think about those? Like, I find them pretty funny. I, at first, didn't like them mm-hmm. because I did not bond well with the story. And that's that also goes to right in the beginning of our show, we talked about, like, why I wanted to talk about this. I mean, the story right off, the the little clips that they give you and and the kind of um, the cutscene to introduce you to what is actually going on in this world it did not thrill me. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was not into it. I'm like, what is happening? But then I kind of grew to really like them, like... Bunny Peach is ridiculous. Like she's so ridiculous. She's my favorite. Taking all those selfies. selfies so good. And, <laughs> and when she gets mad, throwing her her wig. And, yes. Oh, so good. I love when Peach arrives for the first time in the game, and she's yes. like super mad about it, like pushing pushing Peach <laughs> out of the way to get in between Peach and Mario. I love it. It's so good. Yeah, I grew to really like them, and the way that they act, they do have much more character written into them than it initially seems like again it, it's it's more of like it's goofy but then there it's goofy with a purpose <laughs> and i really ended up very much bonding with them and i like them a lot <laughs> it keeps making me think of the jelly art oh okay let's <laughs> let's open the loot box so we can talk about our incredible artwork for this episode okay All right, so we mentioned it already, but the uh, the the jelly commissioned artwork for this episode is incredible. So oh, you can see it in your you should be able to see it in your podcast app of choice. I would hope because it's the custom artwork for this episode. But if not, we will put a link to it uh, in our show notes from our Instagram page because that's where we'll post it. Um, we are playing for Fun FM on Instagram as well, so you can see it there. But this one is. I mean, they're all incredible, right? And I just think like every single time, it's like, oh, no, I've got a new favorite. But it's <laughs> this is really, really good. He sent me a message asking me what my favorite character was. I had the same. And uh, I just, but ended up in this artwork. My favorite is that bunny, the, the rabid Tiff. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. The rabid Tiff and rabid Mike are very, very good. Uh, I particularly enjoy how big my shirt is. I think that that is hilarious and (laughs) basically wearing it like a dress. Uh, It's It's very good. Oh my gosh, I can't stop looking. I want a sticker of that, especially her face. It's just, oh, I wish it was, oh, it's just so good. Jelly every time. I have a personal theory about this one. Okay. Uh, You you see how you're being attacked by by the rabbits? Yes! Oh, right? I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. I think this is Jelly making up for you obliterating me in the Splatoon art. 
I think so too. This I think my that's his apology law. art. Yep, this is the apology. <laughs> <It's> mine too. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. I'm like, I'm totally getting attacked because of <laughs> the, splits, the I'm getting fiasco. Yeah. So you can uh, you can find these uh, Instagram.com slash playing for fun FM. So playing for fun FM on Instagram. You can find them. We're also at playing for fun FM on Twitter. And so let's also thank our sponsor for this episode. That is Simple Contacts. We've already spoken about on this episode about being busy. Everyone's busy now. You have video games that you want to play. You have things that you have to do in your life. You don't want to be sitting in doctor's waiting rooms for forever because you need to reorder your contact lenses. That is why Simple Contacts is awesome because Simple Contacts will let you renew your contact lens prescription and reorder them online. You can do it from anywhere in just minutes. They even have a self-guided vision test. It takes just five minutes to do and you can do it from wherever you want. It is so much faster than taking time off to go to the doctor's office. A licensed doctor reviews every single test so you can skip the visit, but you don't have to skip the care. Now, this is not a replacement for your full periodic eye health exam. Simple Contacts is checking that the prescription that you last got that you're telling them still helps you see 2020, and then they will renew your lenses based on that. They don't write completely new prescriptions or examine your eye health. Tiff, I believe that you have gone through the whole Simple Contacts process, and I wanted to get your thoughts. I have. I've been a contacts wearer since, I don't know, middle school like, for a really long time. And this was great because my eye doctor is very far away. So it's super inconvenient to go to. And this was a really, really great solution to have them just check over my prescription, which was still active and have them kind of evaluate it. And I, am I allowed to say this, Mike, but they were way cheaper than where I used to oh, get my no, contacts. 100% should say they're way cheaper. <laughs> That's very good because they're supposed to be, right? And so like that they they <laughs> are doing things cheaper. So like I even have it. It's one of the things I'm going to say next is the prices okay, of these contact lenses are unbeatable. Yeah, the prices are absolutely insane and I couldn't believe that I was being such a chump and throwing away so <laughs> much money on these other con for the exact same brand and like i have very tricky eyes i have a whole bunch of cornea issues and stuff so i got to be really careful with what i use and what i do so this was kind of an amazing service to come across because i was able to get these stupidly expensive contacts that i normally buy and they were half of the price of what i was paying i just that's wild I just couldn't believe I was like, wait a minute, Southern Place is totally ripping me off. <laughs> and I because I ordered, okay, this is real actually very funny. I ordered a whole bunch. I ordered like a, a year supply or like four boxes or something because the total was so low. I'm like, oh, more boxes. And I kept adding more another box and another box. And I'm like, why is this not adding up to how much I had? And do you know what showed up? So many boxes of contacts showed up because I was thinking about the price of them. So I accidentally ordered like double the amount that I normally would have <laughs> because of how inexpensive they were. And I was just really confused. So it's really good. I have a very large supply now of contacts. I could just, I could pave the streets with contact lenses, but like it's, it was just, that's how shocking of a price difference it was that I, I literally ordered double the amount than I thought I was actually ordering because of it, it, they're great and it's like i said it's the exact same they checked with the eye exam and everything it was it was really really great and easy so i'm gonna i'm sticking with them i'm done this is my new place where i go do you need to hear any more than that it's kind of perfect 
<laughs> they have all the brands and lenses you're familiar with. I've also bought, bought out the world of contacts. So that's it. I, there there's no, no more, more left. left. <laughs> <laughs> no, there definitely are. The vision yes. test costs just $20. They have standard, the standard shipping is free. And I have a special offer for listeners of this show. You can get $20 off your contacts by just going to simplecontacts.com slash playing for fun. And use the code playing for fun. That is simplecontacts.com slash playing for fun and the code playing for fun at checkout to get $20 off. Our thanks to Simple Contacts for their support of this show and Relay FM. To anyone who's a new listener, we are playing over on uh, on Twitch and we stream a lot of these games that we're talking about. There isn't a Mario Rabbits one because you aren't you can't play online, but basically everything else we've been playing stardew valley we're going to be playing our next game on there there's some old games of portal that we played together which are some of my favorites i watched those clips again Mm -hmm. mike and i couldn't stop laughing it's very good i cursed at you but (laughs) anyway so there are some great people on there that subscribe and we are so thankful for all of our twitch subscribers and viewers so you can help us with our show and you can be cool like people like mary sushi epic Jose, and xd1936 so thank you to all of our wonderful not xd1935 we don't want that one just xd1936 no, no. get out of They're here the one. we don't want you actually we do we do we want yeah, them all actually we want that would all be 1, nice of them <laughs> all of you please show up uh yeah so we're really thankful for all, all of our awesome twitch subscribers that chat with us in the streams and we have such a good time over there and we still have a lot of work to do on play a farm for yep. our stardew stuff and we will be working on the half-life which we will be playing soon and everything that we play on twitch goes over to youtube so if you miss any of the streams they're available to you and that's at youtube.com slash playing for fun fm and we have a very special excellent bonus <laughs> pusheen box opening video <laughs> yeah. which is on there too um yeah, I can't believe that people are watching the entire thing, but they are. Yeah. And it's actually us on video for the first mm-hmm. time. It's mm-hmm. usually just our voices, but this time we're actually on video opening up these the adorably cute boxes. Box. It's really good. So you can go and check I that mean, out. I mean, right too. now, the, I'm the Pusheen stress balls in my hand this entire time. Yeah, I got it right here, too. Not put it down. <laughs> um, we should also say about the Twitch stream. We now have a regular stream in time. We didn't have that before, but now we have it. We Every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. We will be there that's right. streaming a game. So that's so you can check us out. So that's at twitch.tv slash playing for fun FM. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend. Check us out on Twitch. You're all the best. Thank you so much for listening. But we should get back to the show. One thing that I really like about this game is how it changes how the because you get new characters and new weapons and new abilities like you can slowly build up your mm-hmm. and adapt your strategy for what's changing in the game which can, I like it because it allows you some control over the right team but I have a problem where I have my team which we'll get to in a mm-hmm. minute but I feel <laughs> I feel guilty switching them out it's like <laughs> we've done so well together I don't want to switch <laughs> out like Luigi for someone else me and Luigi, we got there. See, we've been through so many hard times. Uh, see, I have my go-tos, but I have no problem switching out based on ability. It's like 
if you have a relay race team or not a relay race team, I don't know, you got to tag them in. That's true. You, you got to tag true. in your good players for like what they ha- what they can do. And and I kind of think of it as um when when I tag someone in that they're like, yeah, I'm ready to fight. Like they're ready to go. Like oh, I feel right. like I'm okay. I'm making their day by hey <laughs> hey you. Hey, you, Bunny Luigi, get on this team. And he's like, yes, I've been sitting here for like days and I haven't been asked to play. And now, now is my time. You know, that's like probably I- <laughs> a, that's probably a more healthy view of it than than my guilt for not wanting to switch out Luigi. For yeah, somebody else. you got to give Le- Luigi a rest. He, that's he needs true. A little break. That's true. Let him have a nice little, you know, a, a little steam and some massage and like, let him, you know, yeah, he does. He needs some R. You got to give him a break. Can't work him too hard. But in the same vein, <laughs> like uh, the... There's a lot of weapons that you can choose from. I like the designs of them all. They're really exciting and fun and weird and colorful. Yeah, they're really colorful. And it's re- I like that. I like that you get like the secondary weapons and all that stuff. And then it- it's a good way to customize and kind of level things up. It's good. Do you have a um, a favorite move or ability or weapon that you you tend to like to use? Yes. So my favorite ability. So you get you get a couple of things in this game. You get weaponry that you can use and you get abilities. And the abilities can range from restoring health, adding shields, having extra shots at people during their turns and stuff. So there's like lots of different things that you can do. Uh, my favorite is one called Hero Sight, which you activate on your turn. And if one of your enemies moves in front of you on their turn you get a second shot in on them, which is it's a really good way to to get an extra hit to, to bring down more health points. Um, so I really like the hero site. Um, I like it even more when you can level it up to get two or three shots per round, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. So that that's my favorite uh, from the abilities. From the weaponry, I really like the sentries. So they're, they're like these little explosive go-karts, effectively, that you can shoot out, and they will they can move far along the map. You can mm-hmm. you can let it go on one turn, but it might be so the enemy might be far enough away that it would take two or three turns to get to them. But I really like it. It's a great way to start a game. Like if you've got someone who's super powerful far away from you, you can set it off when you're kind of in the starting area. And that's your move that you've used, and that's eventually going to get to that character and blow them up. I like that it can hit multiple people if they're close together. I really like the sentries. Actually, two of the characters that I use use the sent- have sentries as their second weapons, and I really, really like that. Yeah, and sometimes also the enemies will attack the sentry instead of uh, yeah. the main player. and they're always really high is- HP, so it's like a good yeah. deflection move. It's really good. Yeah, that's a good one. My one of my favorites is also Hero Sight. Totally agree with you. I just love how epic it looks when so they do that the kind of like motion. Yeah, they do like the bullet time camera, mm-hmm. like in the Matrix, and mm-hmm. it's like and they do a close up, and then they see the hit, and then all the coins come out, and it's yep. like oh, it's, it's just good. so it's so good. I I really enjoy Hero Sight. That feels to me like the ultimate secret move because just it goes off when you're not expecting it although sometimes it gets it wrong and i was like no don't shoot there what's ah you just ruined it you wrecked it you wrecked it mario (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing and also sometimes you can activate it but if nobody moves you've wasted it yes and then you feel like oh because it takes a couple turns to regenerate uh one of my favorite weapons i really like the duck bombs because they're Hmm. just so funny and they squeak as they bounce <laughs> just, it gives me that tiny little bit of of laughter and joy and i i really like that and I, one of the other things i really like is um the critical honey <laughs> which, yes 
So <laughs> just, it feels so much more aggressive than it actually is. Critical, honey. So there are critical <laughs> hits, right? Like there is in most games where you get like, you know, every now and then you, you hit a move and it, and it takes more health away. But there are also like effect states. So there's like you can shoot a gun at someone and if you get a good hit, it might like cover their face in ink so they can't attack you because they don't know where they're shooting mm-hmm. at. Or they have one which is honey, so you get hit with honey and you can't move. But sometimes <laughs> they get balanced together and you end up shooting somebody with critical honey. <laughs> I just, I mean, what other game when you shoot the weapons, you actually laugh at the results? Like, I, I just, it's, that's what's so kind of innocent about this is like, there's no blood or gore or anything like that you're not hurting anybody essentially the um as part of the story the the enemies kind of disappear into this kind of um cyber vapor i guess that yeah. you would call it yeah. right like it pixelated cy- cyber vapor so it's like you're not killing anybody you are just kind of eliminating these digital players that seem to be in this virtual world but and then you get something like critical honey like oh my god and they're all just stuck in this honey oh it's it's so funny i i chuckle almost every time it just it makes you smile even though you're playing this like a shooter game yep yeah, it's super so good. good but <laughs> should we just because you know, we only like to talk about the good stuff but let's just mm-hmm. p- a pin in the story it's it's a little <laughs> odd but it's simple enough oh. that you can kind of just blast through it. Like, oh, Beepo. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I just, all I need to say is A, 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 the game, hey, 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 hey. it's funny <laughs> right like it has moments of humor to it like it, it is it is funny it's it's good the story is kind of a little convoluted and but but it it doesn't get in the way in really like it's no. not it's not pinning you down it's and it's easy to skip over and it doesn't ma- matter if you do you don't miss anything yeah really. you can you can literally play this game as you not being even able to read anything that's happening and still totally get what's happening and it doesn't really affect the story because the gameplay is in so many pieces it's like okay you have um on the map little puzzles then you have a battle then you have little puzzles then you have a battle also i don't even know what you're collecting you know like the stuff you collect it doesn't even matter like half of it sometimes it's weapons sometimes it's extra ability chunk ball things but otherwise it doesn't matter at all and that's a big part of what I kind of really enjoy about the style of this game. Cause so the story plays into what you're looking at in the background and the art and everything that's, and I know I'm skipping ahead away from our characters, but we'll get back. And I really like that there are things going on in the background, especially with the rabbits, which are silly and goofy. And there's like a bullet with underwear on his head. And, you know, there's all kinds of weird stuff everywhere And you can have these moments where you can choose to interact with it and read the little kind of clip that is happening or zoom in on these little, this little side mishap and you can read it and you can enjoy it if you're into that or you don't, you can just walk by and you can skip it and you don't have to interact with it and it affects nothing. And I, I really appreciate that. I think it separates, you can either be really into the story or you can be really into the battles and it doesn't penalize you for either. Yeah, I think I think that's really good because this is very similar to to a lot of Mario games, really, where the story is not massively important. The gameplay mm-hmm. is more important, and I like that. Um, so we talked about our favorite weapons and moves. 
what is your favorite character and do you have kind of a core squad that you play with? So I have a core squad, right? Mm-hmm. Next to that, I don't swap them out. My core squad is regular Mario, <laughs> regular Luigi, and Rabid Peach. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm super basic in just saying, like, my favorite is Mario, right? Because it's just like, it's Mario, of course. But, like, Mario's got super high HP. He, I really like his ability of being able to, from the team jump, where you can jump on one character and then jump on somebody else, he hits really hard on that and you can do mm-hmm. multiple attacks with him where you're just like slide tackling people. That's really good. I like that he has this huge hammer that if you get super close to people, you can just basically smash them into oblivion. Um, so I really like him, but I also do really like Rabbit Peach as well. Like they're <laughs> like my two favorites because Rabbit Peach's moves are really good and she's mm-hmm. got great abilities, but she's also super funny. Yeah, she is super funny. I, I like whenever she's on my team. You you don't have a choice to play with Mario, though. You have to play with Mario. You can't change him. I did not know that because I've never Which tried to change it. bugs me. <sighs> yeah. That bugs me. Yeah, that is kind of okay. weird. But the game is Mario. Right? Like, yeah, when you get to that's two. what I said, too. He is in the title. I guess he can be the squad leader. But so it's like, and that's another strategy you have to play, though, when you have uh, you have one player that you can't change. You always protect Mario. Like, or Mario, however. I don't. I never know how to say it anymore. I'm so confused. See, I say <laughs> I'm going Mario. Through, I'm going through changes. <laughs> I'm doing this too. I mean, Mario is how I've always said it, but then I hear a bunch of people say Mario, so I don't even know where I am anymore. I don't even... Honestly, at this point, I think I've forgotten how, I'm, how I used to say it. Like, yeah, do I I'm say Mario? Flux. I feel like I said Mario, but then I, <laughs> I hear, like, you say Mario, so I just m- mimic that. It's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's... it's <sighs> talking to people who are different this is terrible <laughs> anyway but so yeah with him you always have to protect him you always have to make sure that his health stays especially in the battles that transfer you know you don't get to re-up your health it's like must protect mario so mm-hmm. but my favorite character like you said yours is cliche mario mine's cliche peach gotta say she has the highest health points like her hp is so high and she has this wonderful giant healing ability where she can not only protect the team but she can also heal them in team jumps and stuff and i find her as kind of like she's the medic um in addition to having extremely high hit points with her weapons like her weapons are fierce i mean that one you have to actually have all of your team away from whenever she shoots her weapon because it's it's so large and gigantic yeah, it's a pretty uh, great gun but that's why i like that but also i don't like that she can she can affect your squad yeah that, she can she can hurt her own team yeah easily but yeah she's definitely my favorite and she's usually on my squad when i um, when I can, right. and but when if you have her, then you, and you always have to have a rabbit on your squad. You can't have all standard characters. So like you can't have Mario, Peach, and um, let's say Yoshi for for example. Like you can't have all. They won't let you. You always have to have a rabbit, which I I actually kind of like that. It keeps it balanced. Okay. See, I, I had no idea about these because I, <laughs> I I never changed my squad. So, but that that's good to know. Yeah, and I, I am a little bit disappointed. Uh, I know we only talk about things we like, but there are only two girls in the game, which makes me a little sad. Although the um, story, the, the programmer is a girl, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. But, I mean, my six-year-old pointed that out. He's like, why aren't there more girls? <laughs> you know? And I love the, I love 
bringing his perspective into a lot of this game talk because I feel like a lot of people have kids or they play with their kids or, and, and I just, I like when he notices that stuff and Mm -hmm. it is important. And I think that it's great, but I, I love that they make peach kind of this epic battling princess. I think she's awesome in this game. So that's great. But all the women are healers. So that's a, another little thing that's out there just to think about. But like I said, she comes in when she, when she arrives, when peach arrives, oh man, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Oh, can we talk about the music for a little bit? Because I know you love the music. I do. It's subtle, but oh, it harkens back to the old Mario games. And I love that. I I like the music when you're around the castle a lot. That's, that's very, very good. I like that a lot, obviously, right? Like, it's the traditional, and, and but they it just sounds great. It's a nice kind of, like, waiting room music, right? Because you're just kind of hanging out there while you're getting ready for the next level or whatever. It's it's good. I like that. Yeah, and at the beginning and end of battle, oh, the end of battles, whether you lose or you win, it's always the, it's like the Mario completing castle victory music. And I love that. And even when it's, when you fail in the battle and everyone's throwing their wigs around and angry, which is another great little animation touch that they, how they display the character's joy or defeat. But then they have the the Mario fail music from the very first Mario game. And it always in my head, I hear Mario game over. <laughs> like That's what I hear. Okay. I don't know why I put those <laughs> lyrics to it in my brain ever since I was a little kid, but that's what I hear. Can't help it. I just can't help it. But that's, <laughs> I know now you're going to hear it. Mario game over. <laughs> I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just letting you keep singing, you know? (laughs) Oh, well, I have one final thing to mention about this game. We can't end this episode without talking about those bunny tunnels, which (laughs) kind of transport you through the whole game. And normally in a Mario game, you have these green tunnels that he always goes through with the chompy plants in them. But now everything's kind of been changed to these elongated rabbits. And it's you go in the mouth and it's assumed you pop out of its back end. And I love that. It's so, they're so weird. They're just these gapy rabbit snakes. Like, (laughs) they're so good. It is. It is. It's one of those things where it's like, where did the idea come from? Right? They're like, we need a tunnel. Oh, well, obviously. What we'll do is... (laughs) we'll just stretch we'll roll out this rabbit and we'll stretch it out we'll put a little face in the front and a little tail on the back and it'll ship it it'll be fine yeah sure it's good every time going through those especially once you roll up into the little balls you travel through the bunny snake and then you pop out the other end it's just wonderful so mike next time on our show i'm really excited to force you to play a game that you have not played Uh that you should have played many many years ago and that's Half-Life 1. 